Are you tired of waking up with a dry mouth, feeling sluggish? I was too, until I discovered the power of mouth taping. I read a book called Breathe and it opened my eyes to how I could get a better sleep. So I started taping my mouth and the results were astounding. Not only did I wake up feeling refreshed, but the data on my whoop suggested I was getting more REM and more deep sleep, which led to me feeling better every morning. But I wanted a better solution, not just sticky tape, something that was effective and comfortable. That is why I co-founded Recoverite with a few friends. We are dedicated to helping Australians get fast and easy access to mouth tape and nose tape so you can breathe better, sleep better and recover right. Use the discount code TMTCP for 10% off at the checkout. Sleep better with recover right. You're listening to The Man That Can Project with Lockie Stewart, a global movement created to empower men and open up what's really going through their minds by having real and raw conversations about life's unique challenges and our individual ways of processing it all. Welcome to The Man That Can Project. Welcome back. Um, this week, the 15th to the 21st, uh, 21st, just had a little bit of a, a stutter there, to the 21st of June is Men's Health Week. And one thing uh, that we really pride ourselves on at the Man That Can Project is, is helping raise awareness, but also sharing our lived experiences for all different areas of life. Because I know that, you know, for me personally, I prefer to learn from experiences and how people were thinking, acting, and, um, you know, what sort of was that rock bottom point for them to create change in those areas. So this, uh, for today, I was going to say this week, but it's, it's one whole week. We got Maddie Runnels back and I know, mate, you've been one of the, in the podcast over the last six months, just people have been absolutely frothing on you. So if you guys haven't listened to Maddie's uh, episode with myself, we did it at the start of uh, COVID-19. It is an absolute belter. I'll also pop it in the link to all, all this uh, stuff where this is going out. But Maddie, before I give you the introduction, for those who don't know Maddie, Maddie was someone that I've followed on uh, social media for many years um, and always would try and slide into his DMs and was fortunate enough to uh, get connected through Lululemon last year uh, at an event. And from that moment, it was really cool to really understand the passion and the, the drive that you have behind what you do. And for me, it's something that I, uh, you know, whenever I'm sort of starting to feel flat or um, looking for someone who I know is just putting in the work, you're always that person I go to. And I think the way you share your story and it's, it's a very powerful story. Um, and it's very inspiring story is something that I really want my, you know, to, to get in front of my audience more often and with men's health week and uh, obviously mental health and suicide being a, a big, big area of focus, not only for men's health week, but for what we do at the man that can project and what you do with mindful Oz and obviously uh, Matt Reynolds and all your speaking I thought there's no better person for the job um, to, to get it across. But you know, over the past six years for yourself, you've worked tirelessly as a mental health advocate and uh, creating awareness, acceptance and education, having lived with mental illness, and I know you'll touch on this, surviving suicide attempts and losing, I think it was eight friends now, so set, um, to suicide. You utilise the, the knowledge of lived experience and encourage others to feel comfortable to speak up and uh, manage your well-being just as you do. And one of the things I love following uh, you do it, you do that in a very holistic way, which is sort of the approach that I take as well. I love seeing the photos of you in ice baths. It gets me excited to get back in there. Uh, 
But Maddie, I want to pass it over to you. I don't want to uh, talk too long because otherwise I'll just keep rambling. But mate, thanks for giving up your time. I know you're extremely busy at the moment with a new program on the way. But yeah, mate, I'd love you to sort of share your your experience, your story, and some warning signs and all those sorts of things for men uh, that they can listen to and, and be aware of during Men's Health Week. But also, you know, continue to create that positive ripple effect, not only for themselves but for the communities around them. Yeah, no, mate. Um love seeing your face and love being back on and um i just love everything that you're doing mate and it is men's health week and a very important week to bring awareness and to also celebrate the the work that a lot of men do so i'm very grateful for all the work that you do up top in in queensland and uh we hope that we can pinch you down in melbourne soon mate and create some more waves of magic down here with what you're doing because it's brilliant but um yeah i guess as i've spoken about previously and, and, and a lot of times um together yeah unfortunately my journey started at the ripe old age of 12 mate and um i didn't have much of an understanding for what minor behavioral health was i didn't even know how to spell it didn't know what suicide was never heard about it um until i got a tap on the shoulder at cricket training as a young 12 year old playing on the concrete waiting for the old man to finish and um yeah it was to tell me that one of my teammates had had taken his own life and you get told that at that age you sort of it didn't really have a great impact on me at the time because I just thought, well, how could life be that bad? How, how could life get to the point where the only way you see out is by your own two hands? Um, and it was that ignorance and that lack of education and understanding I had for, for that topic and, and for what really goes on upstairs in our minds that led me to my spiral out of control. So as I've said, yeah, we've, I've lost eight mates to suicide um, a lot of them were before the age of 18, um, just as many afterwards. Um, I've bounced from home to home, gutter to gutter, street to street. I've been homeless um, through those experiences from feeling the same ways that all of those mates would have felt. And that's being a burden um, of feeling like you're a failure and feeling like you're worthless um, and the world would be better off without you. So a lot of those things now with the driving force where I thought I was a burden on the world and still from time to time do made it. Um, it's using those experiences to understand that I know what it's like to feel like that. And so therefore I'm going to do my utmost to help and support people from not being in that same boat that I was or to understand that they are worth so much more than what they believe about themselves. So yeah, it's, it's been a tough journey. Um, it's been tough on the people around me. It's been tough on myself. Um, but it's a very beautiful place when you can sit here and hold conversations and, and talk about meaningful things that uh, I just get, uh, we're moving in the right directions with it, but we're still a long way to go, mate. And hopefully we can create this new dialogue around what it looks like to perceive and treat mental health and wellness um, and to give people the tools and the skill sets to know that therapy and medication is not the be all and end all. Uh, looking, looking for wellness and being well is, is, is a menu of thousands of things. And when we can provide Australia with that list of a thousands of things, this, this country will be in a better place. So, you know, we have that understanding that the, the human being is wired for love, belonging and connection. They are the three core fundamentals for the human condition. All we ever want is to love and be loved, to be seen, heard, felt and got. And if we can show up every day and provide those environments and that culture for everyone else around us, this world's going to be a better place to live in. So, you know, it's nice to be able to use those experiences and the traumas and the pains that I've gone through to, to, pre, um, to provide other people with um, a different skill set than the one that I had growing up and to understand how strong we can just be to ourselves, mate. And uh, when we tap into what exists within us and, um, you know, it takes time, it takes hard work, 
but it's uh, bloody worthwhile. As I said, I'm able to sit in this this chair today and, and, and look at you and have this conversation and to chat about all the wonderful things that you're doing and that we're doing and how we're going to change that perception like I talked about. And, you know, I wouldn't be able to have these conversations. I wouldn't carry the same amount of gratitude and compassion I have for other people um, that I never once had. So, you know, it's understanding that everything in life is happening for us and not to us. And that if we can just sit and bathe in, I guess, that bathtub of our crap for a little while, but acknowledge that we've got to get out and dry ourselves and to get and to remove ourselves from it and, and now uh, build the ladder to get out of it when it gets deep um, and to float, to learn to float. And that's, that's, that's not surviving, that's fighting. Um, and yeah, I, it's just nice to know that uh, there's a, there's more of a value these days for people that have, have experienced it and to use those pains and those traumas to create a, a different dialogue for a lot of people out there, mate. So yeah, I can sit here and talk about all the pains and traumas that I've experienced, but what fills me full of joy and sits me upright in my chair is the fact that I'm just grateful to be alive, mate. Um, every day the sun comes up and my eyes open, my feet hit the ground. I'm one of the lucky ones and we get to have these awesome discussions and we get to give the skill sets back to other people that have helped us get to the place we're in. And that's a very beautiful thing. Mate, one thing I want to sort of ask, ask you there is like, because there are a lot of men out there, people in general who are still feeling like, you know, I know you said you still from time to time feel like a burden, right? There's men out there who, don't feel worthy, don't feel loved, don't feel that connection, also feel like a burden, right? From your lived experience, like obviously we can talk about what it feels like for you and it feels different for everyone else. But for you, was there a real a moment of realisation? Like in for some of the guys who listen to this right now, this might be that moment, right? Mm. So what for you from that moment of realisation were the, the next steps for sort of figuring that out and then getting some help or support or just, you know, changing that narrative in your head yeah i think really important like my kick up the ass for years i everyone would ask me what what changed what changed and i'd always sit there and go geez i wish i had a better answer for this and it's taken me a lot of self-reflection to realize exactly what it looked like for me and it wasn't just you know i downplay the situation that i found myself in i'm like well i can't give this advice back to anyone else because i don't want anyone else to sit at the back of the funerals like i did however there is a learning in it for everyone because when i sat up the back of that funeral that day the, uh, the seventh mate I'd lost to suicide, one of my greatest friends. And I sat 15 rows back, four seats across, and I had the most bizarre experience of my life. I sat there and I'd sat in every other funeral the same way, sitting there going, Australia's reactive. No one cares. We treat each other like shit. Um, we're all misunderstood. Living with diagnosis sucks. It's a life sentence. It's nothing fun about it. Now, all I was doing, and I know this will come off on audio, so not a lot of people will be able to see my gestures, but essentially when I'm pointing blame at every other person, there's essentially another three fingers that are pointing straight back at me. Yeah. So it was about changing that dialogue and, and recognizing that, hey, I keep finding myself in this position time and time again. You can keep blaming every single other person for the situation that you're in, or you can actually acknowledge that you could do something about it. Or you could go back to plumbing every single day like I was and, and continue to provide no greater service to um, nothing against plumbing or anything. It's no greater service to my end goal. Is I didn't want to sit out the back of any more funerals. Yet what was I doing about it from Monday to Friday? Nothing. Going and going back into this stupid rat race of, of waiting for someone else to change the situation instead of me changing the situation. So that was the kick up the ass that I so desperately needed. Um, and it come in the most bizarre of ways up the back of a funeral and I don't want people to get there, but I think it's blame for me. 
it's acknowledging that hey, I'm in this situation. I keep being in this situation. I keep seeing this situation. If you want to see something do- different, be something different, do something different. Mm. So for me, I, I sat there up the back of that funeral that day and I said, if not me, then who? If I don't change the situation and the culture around what's, what's happening in my communities right now, who is? Because it's not happening. Um, and so I decided that in order to do it, um, you have to be authentic. And I think that's a big, big key for anyone. And you have to be relatable. Um, and to do that, I needed to know that I wasn't going to leave that funeral that day and go and continue to struggle myself. I needed to get off my ass and go get myself to a place of wellness and obsess over what it looked like to be well so that I could give back skill sets on skill sets on skill sets about how I achieve wellness because you can see right through people who preach wellness, but don't actually do it. Mm. And I didn't want to be another one of those. So I went out and uh, I approached people who shown me what it looks like to be well. I approached people that shown me, Hey, if he can live with bipolar disorder, then so can I. And I want to know, and I want to learn from anyone who can show me something different to the shit that I've been living in. And it was just a point of being waking up sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. And as I put up a post yesterday, our emotional investment to, to change has to be, has to be huge. And I got to a place where I was just sick and tired of waking up feeling like shit. And if I had to live another 50 years like that, I'm not doing it. So I went out and as I said, I approached mentors and, and um, people that had walked this path before. Um, I wasn't looking for people that are going to pat me on the back and tell me that everything's all right. I'm looking at people that are going to kick me up the ass and tell me that what I'm doing is not right and, and that I need to change. And it comes from a place of love when they do it. So it enables me to grow. So they only want the best of me. Um, and so I, I'm a big believer that your obsessions become your possessions. So I'm reading books, finding skill sets, uh, listening to podcasts, reading whatever I can get my hands on. So there is no, I guess, one size that Matt Runnels did to get to a place that he's in right now. I just want everything. I think I've always said you can only be as good as you need to be in each situation with the information that you've got and possess. So for me, I know that these situations are going to come about again. I'm going to have a shit day. So what about Matt Runnels goes out and gets all the information and education and knowledge that he needs to know that next time he's in a shit situation, he knows how to get out of it. And I think that's the difference between living a healthy, happy and fulfilling life and not is how much effort we actually put into it. Um, sorry it's right right? like there's that stigma around getting help right reaching out for help but it's the one thing that we need to do and in order to to be able to access those tools resources different ways of thinking and find the information that we need to take it to that next level or or overcome and find wellness right because you know a a good example would be you know i see you sitting in an ice bath and i do a lot of ice baths as well but four years ago i wasn't interested. I didn't understand the benefits for me. I hadn't experienced it. Right. But through just being like, yep, I'm seeking help. That and help to me is not like I'm weak or I'm broken. It's like time to fucking upgrade. Here we go. Yeah. Let's learn from this person, this person. Some things don't work for me as I'm sure they don't work for you, but some things do. And when you find the things that work for you, go after it. Let's take a quick break. Are you seeking to understand who you are, what you want from life, and where you fit into this busy world? The Manly Cam Project Self-Discovery Program is the program to help you answer those questions. This program with three comprehensive modules helps you get clear on who you are as a man, what you want from your life, and where you can set yourself up to thrive. Throughout this program, you're going to dive deep on some of 
the life's questions that only the most successful people ever spend time to answer. It's not only about standing out in this busy world, but it is using your life experiences to create a better life for yourself. I know that I wish I had this when I started my journey. It would have helped me fast track success and get clear on what was truly important. Once you complete this program, you're gonna have a better sense of direction and purpose for your life. You will have more confidence and resilience and a complete roadmap to create the life that you want. Don't wait for tomorrow. Start today. Head over to themanthatcanproject.com and check out the self-discovery program. I can promise you, your life will never be the same. Oh, mate, I'm just uh, like, just pause with me for a sec. I'm just bringing up my phone because I've just had a week, right? Where I've, I was stale. I could feel it. I'm stale. And I had a decision that to make last night while I'm laying on the couch. And that decision was, mate, are you going to bathe in this shit for any longer? Are you going to keep soaking in this crap that that week was? You know, it wasn't the worst week ever. It wasn't as painful as most of my other weeks, but it wasn't a great week. You know, I felt a little bit like I wasn't inspired. I wasn't moved to action. I haven't set big audacious goals for a while. And yes, I'm still getting a lot done, but could I be doing more? hundred percent I could. So I had a decision to make last night. Are you going to sit and bathe in this shit for another day? Or are you going to do something different tomorrow that will enable you to live a better week and go on to do bigger things? So like, I'm just going to read this out because this is exactly what I put up last night. And I think the timing of it's perfect. The caption is, I will not change unless my emotional investment in making change is greater than staying the same. And as I've just mentioned, tonight I prepare to put things into place for tomorrow because tomorrow I level up on the person that I am right now. There's a choice and it's deciding if I want to be the same person I was this week, next week. The thought of bathing in mediocrity and accepting mundane behavior is the easy way. And being hopeful that something good rips you from that bathtub of shit that you're floating in is not the way to be. Tomorrow, I'll start a new chapter, a blank page, and I'm more excited about it than I have been at any stage throughout this whole week that we've just had. It's been a while since I flicked a switch, set a big audacious goal or achievement, and obsessive compulsive for, obsessive compulsive for it. Control what you can control. There's a level up ahead not yet reached. The investment has to be in you. Men's Health Week begins today, and I'm going to be the in-tune, emotionally invested man that I need to be to inspire others to do the same thing. Watch this space. That's my kick up the ass that I gave myself last night. Yeah, mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what you have to do. And I'm I'm okay with putting that out in the world because I don't keep myself accountable through doing that. 100%. I remember I was sitting there last night and I just went, hey, who are you going to blame for this? Or are you going to get off your ass and do something about it? It wasn't a bad week, but it just wasn't the best week that I could have lived. So I'm not going to do that again. I don't want to be a part of that again. I know what it's like to feel alive and I'm going to go search for that. Mm. So I'm, you go back to your, you reflect on the things that you do and you go, shit, did I do an ice bath last week? No. Did I exercise as much as I should have? No. Did I eat awesome? Probably not. Was it a 10 out of 10? No. Let's get it a 10 out of 10. Let's start going back to the drawing board and recognize where I went wrong and start correcting it and raise your standards in life and life will raise with it. So, you know, this week will look, 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 look a lot different and there'll be some ice bath posts, um, more cold exposure. There'll be a lot of meditation. There'll be a lot of practices of gratitude. There'll be hanging out with good people and not toxic people. Um, and there will be a lot of inspiration this week through my ears and uh, th- through uh, reading and writing. So these are the things that I need to do to, to keep myself well. And I know as soon as I take my foot off the throttle, um, I, I creep back into the old shit headspace that I used to live in for so long 
because of what I live with. It is not an excuse um, to not be the best version of myself. Yes, it's a little bit harder than what it might look for some others, but hey, it ain't going anywhere. So, and neither am I. So let's learn to love it, live with it, guide it, dance with it, maneuver it because we've got magic to create. Mm. Now, the, way I, the way you just sort of said that uh, sums it up beautifully. And I always think about it, you know, every single one of us is born with some advantages and some of us are born with dif- disadvantages based off different, different things. But, you know, I always relate it back to sport, right? There's, there is some talented athletes who don't make it, right? They're born with all the natural talent in the world, but the work ethic is not there. They don't make it. Then there's some people who just go, how on earth did you get there? And you go, right, the talent wasn't there, but the work ethic was. And whichever way you choose to play it, right, I believe that you can get to where you want to get to. So, yeah, some, for some of us, it's harder to you know, get into that good headspace or to, to create success or, you know, create happiness or fulfillment. But if you're willing to put the work in, like you just listed off all those things that you do, right, to get yourself in that headspace and the work for you, you didn't just wake up one day and go, these are the things I need to do to feel good. There was trial and error, I guarantee you, to get to that point. So much trial and error. There'll be trial and error again this week. Uh, um, I encourage that. I mean, I have this little theory that I have where in my office, I have a growth chart, right? And this might be a good one for anyone that's listening. I have a growth chart in here. The growth chart is basically failures, fuck ups, mistakes, doesn't matter what it is. Every time I make one, stutter, swear, whatever I shouldn't be doing, I basically put a strike up on the growth chart. Um, Every time I take a risk and it doesn't pay off, boom, growth chart. By the end of the week, I need to hit a thousand growth points. Wow. And if I do, I allow myself to do something that I'm probably as a treat, you know, or an incentive for getting there. And that, that gives myself, that's high altitude living. It's high accountability, take big risks, but remain positive through it. And to know that all those failures and mistakes to strengthen the neurons in my brain. So make more of them, be more of them. But while we sit and um, we get scared about the outcomes all the time, we're just limiting ourselves. Um, it's no way to live. So step out there, share your vulnerabilities, be real, be raw. And uh, yeah, let the world talk to you the way it needs to talk to you, but make sure that we're listening for the answers. And if I, uh, if I was giving myself a bit of growth chart for swearing, I'd be up there. On the <laughs> oh, <mate. morning. laughs> I run out of ink before I run out of anything else. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's good. Whatever it is, like I, yeah. I'm swearing as an only example, but every time I make a mistake, stutter, whatever it looks like, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, minute late here do whatever it doesn't matter how small or big it is it goes up there yep um because i'm reminded that you know that all those things add up to growth and that's exactly what it is so i want that thing looking full at the end of the week because i know i've lived in high altitude yeah, and it's right. the same way you run up in the mountains and you you get fitter well i'm going to live in live up in the mountains and create mistake after mistake after mistake because when i come down i'm going to be a much better person 100 percent. yeah love it well, brother, thanks for uh, giving up your time, Matt. I've taken away a heap of that. And obviously, um, you know, people can find you. You let, rather than me, where can people find you? <laughs> uh, uh, you can find me everywhere, but uh, Matt Runnels, I guess, um, on Facebook, Instagram. If you want to follow the work of the charity, same as Mindful Oz, M-I-N-D-F-U-L-L-A-U-S, as in Australia. So, that's uh, websites, Facebook, Instagrams. Yeah, you name it. That's where we are. And there's uh, lots of things that we're doing and being. And um, yeah, don't, I guess I always say not to just follow the journey, but to see in which ways we can align and collaborate and do things that are going to make this world a much better place for people. So yeah, by all means, say hello. 
100%. Well, you're an international speaker, mate. So when, when there's restrictions are easing up slowly, so let's, bloody, let's get Matty talking in front of more people because he's got a, a message to be heard. But, mate, I appreciate you giving up your time and, you know, it means a lot that you do that. You're a busy man. And I got a heap out of it and, you know, obviously in recognition of men's week, but also what you're doing week in, week out, which is, is looking to improve men's health and mental health, or just health of all people, um, mentally, emotionally. I thank you for what you're doing. No, mate, I'm very grateful. And um, I just want to finish on one note because uh, just in case there is, I know for a lot of men out there that we, I talk about that growth and, and talk about the shit that we live in, but we often suppress it and hide it from everyone. So I want to finish on one thing that resonated with me in order to switch this week. Um, and that was knowing this and the potential for every butterfly lives within a caterpillar. It's the same for our human condition. The caterpillar evolves from releasing its gas. It takes a little bit of our shit to become fucking beautiful. Oh. So be, be content with being lost. Be content with, uh, shit going on in your life and acknowledge it and appreciate it because it's crafting us into something that'll fly. Love it, man. Love it. Thank you for listening to the Man That Can Project podcast. My name is Lockie Stewart and I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful. If you did, please take a moment to rate and review the Man That Can Project on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date with our newest episodes. We'll see you again next time.